0: To the Item Nine Gaming Weekly podcast. It's Sunday, January 26th, 2020. I'm your host, Gabe Crazy Legs Lashley, joined by my two co hosts, as usual, Graham Jordan and Carter Ridge.
1: Mm. What's going Woo. on, guys? What's going on? Ridge is out. It's Graham uh, No Socks Jordan i got socks on in people's houses that's dirty
0: uh this is a very special episode because um this is actually the episode where graham gets a mic guys yeah, graham I has a I mic
1: speak? yo i get i get full volume control range i have to like crank my neck and stuff to like share a mic and like you know be basically nose to nose with um, our good co-host no, carl ridge no
0: more sharing mics for graham
1: he's you in know, the big. Uh, you he's know, in the big leagues it's, nah. i i've made it i've made it's it. a big dog i paid my um paid my dues I paid my dues and i'm happy to be here all right so we gotta how, how are you guys been you know, what do you guys Go been ahead. playing this week? Uh i me personally, I've actually I've actually been playing uh Civ Six of uh recently just like downloaded it again, it's on a good price. Download it and then just during these rainy days, just spend them uh, you know, staying inside, playing some
2: RTSs, just keeping quiet at myself. What about yourself, Carter Carter, what are you playing? Uh, you know me. I'm always on my Overwatch, but recently I've been on the Pokemon Go this week because they got two events going on this this whole week and then the next uh, week or two, I'm pretty sure, to like uh the beginning of February. For they what? The For what? Lunar New Year event. The Lunar New Year event is going to boost all the red Pokemon that are spawning in the world. So you're going to see Charmeleons. You're going to see... Muzz, you're gonna see Flareons just popping in the wild. You never see Flareons in the wild.
0: Haven't played Pokemon Go since
1: 2016, Samuel. Let's <laughs> put that no, down. You, you yeah.
2: barely even played it. The one time you played was when we ran and got that gym. That, man, was, too, you never that, that was too. That was too much outside <laughs> stuff for me. Games like I can't run again. I'm. A funny. I can't run like funny that. Funny
0: Pokemon Go story. I'm at the mall one time. Uh. At I'm at I'm at the town center, and like there's a whole bunch of kids outside, and like 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 people. And these guys just look like hype beasts or something. So I'm thinking like there's a sneaker drop because I'm all about my sneakers, and like I go around, I'm like, when I'm like, what's going on? Like, why is everybody uh, like outside this one store outside the mall or something? So I'm like, is there a sneaker drop going on? And then like I get closer and I see it's they're all playing Pokemon Go, and I'm like,
1: wow, this is see, Matt, yo, this is still a thing. Flareons are real, dog. Flareons are real, me. man. Uh, how, many, how many steps does it take to get your um uh, what's, the, what's 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 it? Magikarp to to a Gyarados? Is that how that Yo, works? You don't need to,
2: bro. You don't usually you have to get four hundred candies to get a Gyarados. When, I don't even what, know the currency in this you, game anymore. You get, you Yo. get three mag, You get three Magikarp candy every time you catch a Magikarp. So basically, you got to catch three hundred Magikarp and transfer all of them to get four hundred candy. Right that's now, you can just catch Gyarados in the wild. Jeez. And if you're lucky, you can even get a shiny red Gyarados. That's crazy. You know well, that sounds like good value for the people who are actually investing. That's yeah, that's
0: that's good for the people who played Pokemon that, Go. But we're listening to uh, Item Nine Gaming Weekly. So this is the show where we cover all the gaming news that's ha- happened in the last week or so, and a lot of interesting stuff popped up. Some stuff from uh, Microsoft with their uh, Project X Cloud. Uh, we got some stuff about a possible uh, Knights of the Old Republic sequel, maybe reboot um some new next-gen titles that have uh possibly been announced or leaked so uh, we're going to talk about that but first let's get things started with the uh, project xcloud is uh, coming to canada canada on uh, january 29th and the company confirmed its free public preview will make its way to canada the game streaming service allows players to stream select xbox games to their android phone via an internet connection so Ooh. I mean, it's it's a little bit different than say like a PlayStation Now like service. Like PlayStation Now, because PlayStation Now, you're kind of, um, like you're you're only limited to your what console your console can do. So it has to stream through your PlayStation. This would be able you to stream on like mobile devices and phones and like don't they have the like mobile that. play for Sony though? Yeah, but that's only working if your playstation is on oh. right oh, so like okay. this works without a place without like a console you can just play Even your xbox games i think if you have an xbox account a, a, a microsoft account, account. Oh. that's a game changer yeah. that's a big deal that's,
2: that's pretty cool so you can just make an yeah. account and so, get in. so, so, so they, they've already
0: had trials in uh us and uk and south korea in october so um so yeah so canadians so will be getting there um
1: or well like what sort of games yeah. are coming out like for this it's just like you know triple a status sort of yeah so the thing about
0: this is that there's like 50 plus games in the catalog. Um, and some of the titles include Civilization Six, Destiny 2, Ooh. Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, Halo the Master Chief <laughs> Collection, Halo 5 Guardians, Hitman Game of the Year Edition, Madden 20, Tekken 7. And there's like a full list on the, on the website. Mm. And um, you need a compatible Android smartphone or tablet version 6 or greater. Bluetooth version 4.0 and above, a compatible Xbox wireless controller with Bluetooth, uh, a 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi connection or mobile data connection of 10 megabytes per second or higher, and Xbox game streaming app from the Play Store, which is free to download. Very simple. Um, We don't have any confirmed um, timeframe of when the beta will end and when the official launch will be, but... um, so far, it's been tested in like three other markets and now it's making its way to Canada. So again, I think it's a it, it, it's a pretty cool concept. Like I think more people are kind of switching over to like being able to stream games. I mean, if you look at Google Stadia, what they're mm-hmm. doing, and I think Google hasn't really fleshed out what they want Stadia to be. And I think we're kind of seeing that it's not doing so well. But I think a lot of people, I think it's 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 kind of, this kind of gaming is maybe directed to more of like a niche crowd of people who don't yeah. have that time and it's and that it's is accessible to like say me or you who are dedicated to like kind of have that time that we put away for gaming like every day i think this is more of the person who doesn't have that much time and kind of just wants to fit in gaming wherever they can
1: that's yeah okay yeah I was, I was about to disagree with you for a bit but like definitely um uh i see yeah for sure because my lifestyle and schedule kind of fits what you're saying is where I can sit home and specifically, um, I'm thinking of with Civ 6. If I'm playing that at home, I got to dedicate at least a few hours of my day, which I may not have. So the fact that I can actually pull this onto my mobile device and walk with it with me, it's a AAA title still. It's working fine. That's, that's, that's a big difference for me to be actual, how much time I'm going to be actually gaming as opposed to like setting up time, making time for myself to game. Um, uh, yeah, I see it as a really good um, uh, jump to this filler time, bringing AAA games to um, uh, mobile gaming, just making it actually, like, uh, something serious, you know? It just, I, I see it as being more than just, like, uh, something, like, cool to bring new people in, more like something to extend people's already continuous playing time, all right? So that's what I'm, uh, that's, 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 that's why I feel like it, it worked for me, to be honest, like, just being able to actually uh, play games and titles that I haven't been that interested in. So one of them I think I believe I saw was um, uh, Mutant Year Zero, so so being able to, like, play that one, like, on a trial basis would be a lot more um, uh, better to me, preferable to me, especially in that setting where it's, like, a smaller game I can just take bites out of and then have my AAA games when I have people over um, for consoles or anything like that. So I can definitely see it being, like, really big, not just for newcomers, but for, like, already people who have everything.
2: Uh, I think it's really great to see it for those people that don't have the, you know, like, that they don't want to have the invest in the xbox and have it at home and have their whole setup so it's nice for that they can just play it on their phone but like for me personally i've always had a very big struggle with getting into mobile games like even with pokemon go i was off for like three years and if even if it was like a triple a kind of style game i don't really know how i would feel playing it on my device i'd rather like see it on the big screen especially with my bad eyes i won't even able to see if i'm playing like a game like where i have to shoot enemies it's gonna be really hard for me to see so i for me personally it's not like the best thing but it's really good to see like them growing out that technology and mm-hmm. what, even when it gets more advanced it, the yeah. graphics on it will be really crazy and when we get like it on like tablets and shit it'll be really nice
0: i agree it's like it, for me it's kind of a novelty mm-hmm. i mean like if it's not a dedicated handheld system like that's dedicated to gaming i just don't think i'll spend a lot of time with it like even if like even though like if this was still an option that was available that project x Cloud, i still find myself i'd probably use my switch more i was about to um, ask you about that because you have on the bus switch. like you know like i i always like i just find it's just more practical like from the package that you're getting with the games that you getting the quality of the games like i i feel like yes it's still pretty cool to um it would be cool to stream like you know um devil may cry and stuff like that but like what's the latency gonna be like is it gonna yeah. be like is there gonna be some sort of lag you know like and i'm on the subway too like most that's of the true. time so i'm like under like i'm not even gonna be able to like get yeah, a reception not, if, yeah, right yeah
1: because yeah. because like what what does the freedom mobile the only one yeah. who does that sort of data during the so, TTC so time, like that so. i feel like
0: that's only the practical time that you would do this mm. is during your commute you know and other than that I don't think that the average gamer would. Well, what about sit trips? At
1: Day trips? You're driving stuff like that. You if know.
0: you're driving, you should be paying attention to the yeah. road. <laughs> no, not, but not if you're not know know I mean, like, how many like, like, like,
1: is this is just like the next step, and like you know, instead of having TV screens in the back, everyone's going to have controller. They have their phones, and um, you know. You sit and they have them in the back playing each individual game like actual good titles.
0: Again, I think it's still just a very niche market. I yeah, think where they're going with. I the, can see it getting bigger. Streaming, I,
1: I see it getting a lot bigger and better. It's just going to be based off people's personal devices that they have, as far as their phones. And, yeah, and it, wait, wait, and, 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 and also an the connection, it's not even on connection. iPhone. It's no, on it's Android? Android? no, it's, it's, it's Android only. Right right and considering big, like I'm an
2: Android guy, but like most people on like that have a phone don't have Android. Yeah, they're on iPhones, like. Yeah. Especially nowadays, more and more people are just switching over to iPhones. Like my brother was a Samsung guy just this year. iPhone got him, bro. Yeah, yeah. they got him. It's a, it's an Apple ecosystem. was, ecos- a, it was a Facebook thing. It's the Apple
0: ecosystem, it, man.
2: It, yeah, it reminds
1: me of the old blue, the blue, the, the Blu-ray and HD, HD, uh, DVD thing. Is Microsoft yeah. once again bet on that? Is like, is this the problem?
0: But yeah. o- overall, what do you guys think? Are you for streaming services, streaming AAA titles on the go, or are you just more of going to be traditional? uh, hardware console gamers i think for me i'm personally always going to be a uh, uh, console gamer i think the convenience of it i think applies to some and i don't think it applies to a lot of us so for me i'm always gonna prefer to play my games at home on the tv on the console
2: yeah it's uh it's definitely not for me but i like that they're trying to like bring that convenience and at ease where like wherever you are like if you like were just playing in a game and you had to go out and like you have a few seconds or a few minutes and you just have to sit so you're like all right i'm gonna just play some of this game while i wait so in that sense it's okay but for me personally i wouldn't find myself going and doing that very often uh myself i i think i definitely see myself using this um quite a bit as far as my
1: lifestyle goes like uh, being able to just, uh, leave certain games and then i'll be able to take it with me to just continue it on um uh is is, is a big plus i'm thinking of civ i'm thinking of games that i haven't played i've have been like uneasy to try or haven't felt it's worth the amount of money so like a telltale game you know like as fun as they are like 20 bucks a pop yeah it's cool it's fun but like 60 50 bucks later i'm like ah never mind this will uh, give me more of an incentive and a reason to grab those titles and look back in the library of um uh, of, of xbox online to see what i've missed to actually have it on me to play because um if i have my triple a tiles, i'm playing that at home like my big games but things like that like mutant years mutant uh year zero specifically i'm thinking of i'd like to play just kind of off and on whatever i'd like so that that gives me that and I'm, I'm 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 for it
0: oh there you have it that's kind of our take on the streaming experiences yeah, i think it's pretty cool and and other news um possibly getting a reboot slash sequel to knights of the old republic Ooh. Yay is cheese. currently possi- possibly, we don't even know. The take take all of this with a grain of salt. Yeah, is possibly working on a new Knights of the Old Republic game, reported by Cynelinks, mm-hmm. and this is the source that uh, was accurately leaked the existence of PS4. the of, of no no that's oh, not oh, that's that's that a, that's a they, this person act this they. The Ob1 TV show, yes. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, so two sources believe to have knowledge of a rumored return to the franchise. It is a possible remake slash sequel, and it looks to take tools and elements from the first Kotor and its sequel and try and fit them into like current Star Wars canon. Um, and then like just last year we got news that Kotor three had been canceled. So, Ew. like, I I mean like I I vaguely remember playing Kotor like was it on i X- played PC, this was on X- pc and xbox because like i was PC always a playstation guy so we never Ooh. got yeah, really good light that. we these, didn't these get are, good oh. lightsaber combat for a very long time i, I can games. tell you
1: right now that it is one of my favorite bioware games i'm not the biggest bioware guy um uh but i tell- could cultural was what was so good uh, i like to compare it to other bioware ones um, and I'm excited to see how they're going to actually integrate that into the new canon, and what that means for other potential projects in the in in in, in the Lucas universe. Um, uh, yeah. So like, that's 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 one of the big things going to be excited for that. Uh, Gabe.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see how they kind of fit it into the current Star Wars canon. I think that's important. I think with you know the success of uh, Jedi Fallen Order, I think that they would be silly not to kind of capitalize on the like, the hype surrounding Star Wars games of what they can be right now. Because, I mean, like, Fallen Order was fantastic. It was really good writing. And, like, a little bit about Fallen Order, too. Like, I think on a podcast, like, Stig Amundsen, the creative director, was saying how, like, Lucasfilm really didn't want them to incorporate any sort of, like, Force-sensitive or Jedi in their game. They thought that they're very, like, kind of protective over, like, Jedi. Like, that's, like, their holy grail. Wow. So, like, they were kind of, like very concerned about how they would handle that and then you know it turned out to be like a really amazing game and like the story behind it was great so i'd really like to see like some new like canon kind of star wars games you know like i think that the battlefront genre first person shooter kind of stuff has kind of like fizzled out and i think we really want some good quality like story narrative driven action adventure star wars games and i think like so would much be there, there. Yeah. In,
1: in the old republic yeah and that and that's where culture comes from you have revenue have malik you have the mandalorian wars like a lot of stuff like just finishing up around that time and things that you're able to get in that sit empire and stuff even from like the old republic mmorpg game that it's just the possibilities for actual single player heavy good narratives are are are, are there and they're there like in force yeah.
0: and like the list of canceled star wars games is like endless like don't even oh. don't even get into it wickedness man. I'm
1: telling you, they're just, they're, they're often them. Yeah. So I mean, like thirteen, thirteen, up ragtag,
0: dead. Ragtag, ragtag looked amazing, man. Yeah. That was the one that um, Amy Hennig, who did um, Uncharted. Mm-hmm. She went to work at Visceral,
1: and that got shut down. Yeah, and they shut yep. that down
0: because EA was saying that there was kind of no. Room for single player narrative games, like in like the kind of future generations. What
1: sort of foresight yeah. is that? You know what I mean. Like people still want to enjoy the worlds and like do the things in the world that um uh, aren't just tied down to the movies or the books. It's uh it's it's like especially in the Fallen Order, it was so important that we were able to bring like a six first person Star Wars story back in the hands of people. I don't, it hasn't been happening since like um Calcutta with Jedi Academy. You know and Jedi Academy 2 that uh that we've played. You know, and like just it's it's been such a lack that it's more than beyond time that we have a sick Star Wars game to play right now. I was going
0: to I was going to get Jedi Academy on my switch, but then Do it. Like I was looking and I was like, these are some these are like two thousand and two graphics. Before brother. that, man, I swear so many old this ones. This is like, bad. Oh,
1: like, buddy. Like, like, and that's like the games I was playing. I was playing Jedi Academy, too. And, like, going through, like, the tombs and temples and stuff, that was, like, the first, like, lightsaber combat I'd experienced. And this was PCC to ROM, bro. This is, like, PC. I played this stuff, man. It was so sick. So I, I – more than long enough. And I even missed out on um, uh, the Old Republic itself. So I want my Star Wars games. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order was great. Give me more.
0: And uh, speaking of, like, some games that are uh, coming out, um, some new stuff, next-gen possible titles – uh, ninja theory the studio that uh, microsoft just acquired and they're responsible for the title of uh, senua's sacrifice yeah like that uh hellblade Hellbla- yeah that hellblade game the kind yeah. of celtic game that delves into uh, uh mental health as well um so uh i feel like that's <laughs> like the three genres of games right now like you shoot yep. stuff um you feel bad about shooting stuff, stuff. <laughs> and this game is a metaphor for mental health you so those, I mean? are the, those
1: are the categories we're getting these days it feels like they're doubling down on it with this new project mara um, um i i think
0: um a little bit about it too like it's 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 an experimental horror game project um it will be like a real world and grounded representation of true mental terror uh said tamin Antoniades, I believe that's how you say his name, he's the co-founder of Ninja Theory, and uh, in a video announcing the project, it will be based heavily on research interviews and first-hand accounts to recreate the horrors of the mind as accurately and believably as possible. He also said the game will feature one character in one location, calling it an experimental project and showcase, or what could become a new immersive storytelling medium.
2: So... Uh, me being a big horror fan, I wait, was hold on,
0: major PT vibes came uh, off the. I train. know, I'm that's just what, about that's say, what just I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so major, major PT vibes. So, so me, me, me being
2: a big, big horror fan, I've always loved horror, and I've always found that since I was a kid, I've, I've always loved horror. I watched Freddy vs Jason. When I was a kid, and after that, I was hooked on horror movies, anything scary, uh, and nobody does it better than the Japanese. Like, let's be fucking real here nobody can make stuff scary like the japanese can, like manga i was reading
0: uh, i was watching an article or reading reading an article i heard that the grudge movie was like literally an indie film and there's eight grudge movies and like the first two were like funded by the director by himself like like they they're really good they're really good like at horror and it
2: turned out to be a good horror those are easily one of the best live action horror movies and it also Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would not know. I don't mess with scary stuff. It's all you guys. But so I, I also got some PT vibes. That being one of, it was in my top 10 game list. It's easily one of the biggest disappointments of my entire life. But <laughs> so it's good to see more good horror games because we don't get a lot of like real triple A games good quality horror games yeah so
0: aside from like resident evil and stuff but like even then resident like that, evil yeah.
2: I, it's, 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 a it's more of an action so shooter yeah. i did like the five the vr one the that se- was seven seven, seven. Oh, yeah, biohazard seven. i messed up yeah. yeah but uh yeah that was very it was very good that one surprised me with the, especially with the vr mm-hmm. the vr was pretty nice but yeah it's really good to see more horror games coming out i'm i'm actually like more
1: intrigued like uh with with the okay, I definitely we see the vibes with the pt and everything but um uh just like the the fact that you're taking these real world accounts yeah yeah you know? that too. Be like, 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 too like like yeah, these people are actually taking interviews of like what goes on in someone's head when they're suffering from these mental illnesses like what do they visually see you know what what's their new reality around them the mm-hmm. fact that we actually see this with that sort of pt lens yeah exactly. right with the close-ups with like uh the the out of view sort of monsters that you see like just as the character whatever turns its head um it just really shows that this trailer is going for something that proves that our medium of video games is can can just do so much and like on that spectrum i'm like yo i'm all here for that scary wise i'm out like no 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 i'll definitely hear about the review you guys i will not i will not i will not not watch watch scary scary nothing i've 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 held in movie protests and put my headphones on and blared my music if someone dared
2: take me to a thing like that but i don't play those games it's true he's not a fan of the dupery Mm -hmm. no jump to me. me yo so so it's really good to see a video game talking about mental illness something that's really prevalent in society today that's also prevalently not talked about in society I'm a child and youth care worker I took uh I just finished school for child and youth care so mental uh, mental health and mental illnesses is always very important to me to think about it to talk about it so seeing a game that's bringing that out is just really good to see too
1: do you find it, like it's a way for other people to understand, or people who actually have issues to yeah, see yeah, it, to see it in front of them, mm-hmm. and to like be able to reason with stuff? Or is and it more people important that, that people? That there's a lot of people that like
2: don't believe in mental illnesses, or like yeah. are very judgmental about it. So it really, c- it can hopefully, it can give them an eye of what it is like to live with a mental illness. That's wild. Like, like that's wild for real.
0: Yeah. So. Again, like I think with Microsoft acquiring this uh, company too, I that's think that's
2: also sad. That makes me want to cry. But I hope it's on PlayStation. Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of what I was getting to <laughs> with this being
0: like a new kind of project. Do you, I think this kind of paves the way. Is this going to be like an Xbox Series X exclusive? Um, is it going to be multi-platform? Like who who knows? But it's definitely. I think I think. It's very ambitious title that they're working on, and currently, right now, Ninja Theory is working on three projects. So they they're working on a shooter, and they're working on um a game that is uh, a shoot um a shooter, and as well as Hellblade Two, and then this as well. So it's like three titles that they've uh, that they've got working on. So um again, we talked about how the Xbox Series X won't release any exclusives for the Xbox Series X until 2021. So like where does this where does this game fall? Um are we going to get it exclusively on Xbox or is it going to be multi-platform? I hope that it is available to us on both the PlayStation and Xbox. So that would be pretty good. And then speaking of the uh leaked Xbox Series X uh the debug unit, the photos that surfaced online of that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah the, front, um, the front the front and back. The front and back.
2: Kind of kind of looks just like, like a, it looks just like a looks just like I mean a PC tower. Looks like a PS4. Uh, <laughs> it looks
1: like
2: a square tower. Yeah, I know, what I know, kind of I know. PS4 but like, like, like,
1: same, at? same, same, same sort of like black material. You know what I mean? It's just like a black box. Looks, the same way, no, like no different, if bro. Took,
2: if they took one, the one of those old PC, I mean, yeah, PC towers, those big ones, and just Chopped scrunched in it half. up, scrunched it up, and made it a big little tower. Yeah, it looks yeah, like a like, like you know, a white. All the same
1: materials and everything, really.
0: A Wi-Fi port, like a Wi-Fi router.
1: Yeah. yeah, it
2: looks like the router uh, from Rogers.
0: <laughs> so, so like on the back of it, there's like two USB ports and Ethernet port. Co- One on uh, the front as well too. Um, no, there's nothing on the front.
1: Yeah, no, there is. They got the disc tray. Like the
0: disc tray, but there's no ports, man. Really. Um, like this is just a debug unit, so we don't know. Um, but there's no second HDMI, um, input. So a lot of people kind of use their uh, their Xboxes as their kind of um, all-in-one media hub, and uh, and I too, when I had a, I briefly had an Xbox One, um, I I did plug my um my cable box into it, or my uh, my satellite, or my cable receiver, or whatever, uh, into the back of the Xbox, and this kind of was kind of a good way to integrate like all my entertainment media stuff into one kind of central hub, so. I think that a lot of people i mean I mean if they want that, I think that that was what xbox's vision was when they first launched was to be kind of the all in one place for um for entertainment, entertainment and, and TV. watching movies and t v and stuff you want they wanted you to do it all from the Xbox, but I think now they've kind of taken a step back kind of gone the route that they should have gone in the beginning and they're kind of focusing yeah. on gameplay yeah and 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 putting out really good titles and um i think that that's a good direction to go because i think at the end of the day you're putting out a game console we really just want to play some really the best games that we can on this console you know whether that be the playstation or the xbox
2: especially with uh how almost weak it feels with the exclusives that the xbox one had compared to the playstation 4 yeah hopefully it, it with them acquiring ninja theory they're already starting to step up their game so hopefully they can bring some good exclusives to the xbox x
1: mm. yeah no um uh personally when i was just looking at the back of it um what, what's that what's that other extra port that's at the side of the uh like the xbox like the, uh, Looking at the back, there was like one with the Yeah, Xbox with the symbol. Xbox logo. There's right. supposed to be some yeah. certain um uh, some certain port as th- well too. I, like think an an I think that's ancillary one or the power extra cable? I believe
0: that's like probably the AC adapter. Yeah, I, yeah. I think okay. the power cable. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay I don't think okay, it's anything proprietary. It like, yeah, like yeah.
1: it may have been something else. But other than that, like it's just eh like, you know, it's the back is where the plugs mm-hmm. go in. I'm not really paying too much attention about it, but I like the fact that they've realized that they're not a multimedia platform. That this is for games, they are a gaming like division of Microsoft, and they just need to get with that. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, the Sony has that jump on them now, and then Sony starts to double down what they've done the last time to really just breeze past them. So Xbox is still playing catch up, as far as I feel I'm concerned, and uh, this is just a course correction.
0: Yeah. And speaking of next gen games, again, um, a possible Order eighteen eighty six sequel. Um, Ready at Dawn has confirmed they are making a new AAA title, but they haven't shared any specific details on an 1886 sequel. But a NeoGaf leaker claimed to have seen a gameplay trailer, so um, you know it's it, it is possible that we're getting uh, a new Eight Order game. Um, but I think that's good because I think I really like the story and the concept behind the, behind the uh, the Order 1886. I thought that the uh, the gameplay was was. It was decent enough for what they were trying to accomplish, but I think...
2: But in the end, it felt like a setback. It it did
0: did in terms of how short it was. Mm -hmm. I think maybe if they didn't... I don't think they released it as a full-price game, um, but maybe if they had released it cheaper, or maybe if even they released it in a um, sort of kind of uh, episodic... Kind of thing i think that maybe yeah. that would have worked because yeah. of how little like the gameplay elements were
1: yeah how little the gameplay elements were but i think what they're trying to do with that was to have equivalent like a gears of war title you know chest high walls third person action shooting monsters you know um i think really that's what 1886 supposed to be about but if you check in on the leak um uh, that was provided on Neogaf. he talks about him seeing a potential gameplay trailer and yeah. that was actually pretty cool yeah and he
0: said it was like the best looking thing that he had ever seen the character know? models yeah. and lighting and physics are on another
1: level in 18 1886 the first time we saw that did that for us too exactly i remember it i it really like the sick. setting
2: i liked like the guns that they had, I yeah. like, very steampunky. Yeah, yeah. Like I like the too vibe too that it, 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 the had. the world that they created, and the kind of
0: atmosphere and and the, the lore behind it was really interesting. I think yeah. like that old Victorian was, era history was yeah. really good yeah. s- t- setting for that.
1: So if you know, like I'm really happy though that they're keeping away from like werewolves now and going on to like whatever he yeah. described in the trailer, which was a potential like multiple armed beastie monster monstrosity thing. Like Lovecraftian. Kind yeah, of. I'm down for that. Like I'm uh, a lot more than the traditional like lichens vampires like stuff going on because i felt like that's something could have easily done and really banked on um just the visuals of it but because like uh they're swinging with these new characters and new monsters and stuff it just makes everything so much better
0: yeah but um i think what ready at dawn did too was like it really was like a really graphically well-designed game um i think again some of the set pieces in it too were really good and i'd like to see another i i'm all for it i really would Mm -hmm. like another sequel to this game i think the world and uh, the environment that they created was very interesting um, with kind of blending I that history with uh, yeah. with uh, fiction I as well.
1: I don't even mind, like, the runtime, to be honest, thinking back on it. Mm. It's just at the pricing point, right? So That's true. If, if the pricing point was, like, Ground Zeroes yeah. did this as well, too. Yeah. Uh, Metal yeah. Gear Solid did that as well. And, like, we're fine with that. You know, you just got to know what it is walking in.
0: Metal Gear Solid was, like, 30 minutes, though, man. Ground Zeroes was, like, 30 minutes. No,
2: it was, like, it was a good, like... Two hours of expiration. Hours to two hours at least. Yeah. That's true. And it was also like only what? Like 15, 20 bucks?
0: Yeah. I think that um, the order was like at least five or six hours or something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, again, that's way too that's short.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's like
0: yeah, that's yeah, not even yeah. as I mean, long as like a telltale game. We we just went I mean, when we went to get your um your PlayStation fixed at MTC, they they literally have all this refurbished and like unused like PlayStation stuff. There's just a section full of collectors editions of the order, eighteen sixty six. It's it's full. I know. <laughs> I oh, bought that man. game I was on holiday in uh, like England and I bought that game and then I, I came back and played it. Quite quite appropriate. Yeah. It traded it, 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 yeah. I know, It's quite appropriate.
1: And I was like, hey, this See, is if you had the if you if if all this is in the future and PlayStation you had their own version of the Xbox X Cloud, you could play that on the plane, yeah, and could beat it. Probably not because right. I don't know <laughs> who gets <laughs> cell reception at like you know, 30, I mean. feet. you know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You could have sucked that whole thing in a travel and that's it. You're stupid, yeah,
0: fu- but um, I mean, that's it for the uh for the podcast today. Is um, it? yeah, that's all the news for the week. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys would like, can follow us at item nine gaming on twitter um that's a nine not the uh not the number but the letter but oh, the so the, whole word, the whole word the word the okay, nice. word
1: yeah. so one letter i don't think one letter was a letter. But, the, but
0: no no i mean it's it's the, it's the word nine item nine gaming i feel <laughs> like you messed it, up you, mean enough it's you gotta N-I-N-E spell it out now. yes or it's, it's the word it's item nine Oh, okay. Nine spelt out. Oh, okay. The word, not the number. Jesus Somebody already Jesus. has that. <laughs> if you're Jeez. listening to this, man. We're coming for your just royalty, sell, boy. Just sell, us the, just sell us the fucking name. True. Come on, man. Uh, our Facebook page as well, too. Facebook page. Like it. we been going up there. Check out the website, item9gaming.ca. We mm-hmm. got .com too, but we got to wait for a while for that to yeah, show You know you
1: what? Know? The American market Maybe is hard to break into. It's crowded. It's .ca, it's crowded. man. Support your uh, Canadian I'm gonna domain. I'm going
2: to get Stacks. out the Instagram too. Get it on the gram. Get on the gram. Is we can know know get what what on I mean? the gram. We got on the gram with Graham. The, gram. the gram's right here.
0: And you can follow us individually on Twitter too. I'm at GabeLashley00. Zero zero. Mm. I don't know about Carter's.
1: I'm Ridgezo bro. Ridge's O, man. I got I to gotta jump back into the... um. Uh, I got no Twitter right now. Graham's gone ghost.
0: He's strictly on Facebook. He loves to read fake
2: news it's out of here with that he, lo- he loves to have his data stolen he loves to have f- his <laughs> privacy Yo, and his I, data it's not stolen it's if you, if you, if you willingly give it t- away if you accept, if you
1: accept the agreement it's not data. stealing is <laughs> it then really no no it's not stealing
0: yeah so uh hey I another like thing is. too that i wanted to talk about is soon our uh, podcast is going to kind of transition over to uh, a video uh podcast as yes. well so we're going to have a video component to this in our bedroom studio that we've we're slowly uh, working uh. on I will um, also
2: be in Mexico next week. And Carter will be in, be in Mexico next Mexico. week, so he's going to be
0: sk- skipping the podcast
2: yep. next week. Uh, <laughs> maybe
0: maybe we can uh maybe we can um we could we get Bluetooth Skype this guy <laughs> in, man. There we we can Skype this guy in. Who Yo, knows, man. Plug it in? Yeah, that be it good. In, plug it in. Yeah, we just Skype this guy in and, and that could be a play as well. So, nice. uh, who knows, but again, thanks guys for listening and uh you know, keep it tuned here to the uh, Item 9 Gaming Weekly for all your uh Weekly Gaming News. Jeez.
1: Beow, beow, beow. We got th-